Welcome back to the Jake and Bauer Show. You may not recognize our next guest by name or maybe even by face, but you may recognize her by voice. of a rendition of the multi-platinum hit Never Enough from The Greatest Showman, and you'll be able to catch her singing it on America's Got Talent Fantasy League, the finale, coming up on February 19th on NBC and Peacock. Please welcome the amazingly talented Lauren Allred. Hello? No way. Is this you? <laughs> this is Lawrence. Hi. No way! Oh, I'm so- <laughs> excited Lauren, i'm just lauren so i'm gonna excited. say this right up front if he stumbles he is a big big fan he's he Dude. may stumble he may fall a little bit here during the interview just bear with him he is a massive fan look look i'm gonna tell you okay all right now i'm just gonna be very honest i grew up in fargo north dakota i'm a midwest guy played football uh-huh. but i when i watched your great britain and when i saw the expressions that uh, simon had i got teary-eyed Oh my goodness. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was one of the greatest moments of my life, to be honest. It just was really moving for me. And just to see Simon's reaction was uh, unforgettable. He really, he really digs you. I mean, I had seen him um, watching contestants audition with the song Never Enough. And he would always say, oh, this is my favorite song. This is my favorite song. And so I was really excited to go on and just say, like, Simon, it's me. (laughs) And I think he was super surprised. It was really satisfying to see how shocked he was. (laughs) Oh, it was so cool. Because the minute you walk out there and you're talking about how you want to sing the song, and a lot of people don't know you because, you know, your your, your face, your name doesn't record. But the minute you said the name of the song – and from the movie, he was like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my. And they all were like freaking out like little kids. And I'm like, wow, you were like a huge great. star in just two seconds. You went from being a nobody to suddenly everybody's like, this is the greatest singer in the world. Yeah, that moment totally changed my life. I mean, I <laughs> I was so nervous walking onto that stage because I feel like on these reality shows, you never know what the judges are going to say. Right. So I... I was almost juggling, like, okay, is this going to be the best moment of my life or yeah. the most humiliating yeah. moment of my life? You really never know. And just to be there and to get the golden buzzer, it just, like, was a dream come true. No. And watching it back, I mean, I cry, too. It, just, it's, it was next level. No. Yeah, and, and Bauer, real quick, um, for us, we have a two-week comedy tour in the spring and in the fall. And for two weeks, we're on the road going through North Dakota, Minnesota, doing these nights of comedy. After that, when I saw that, we used that song as the intro before each night. We played that right before we started the show. It's amazing. 
Are you serious? Yep. Oh, that makes me so happy. I got to come see you. Yes. Yes, was, you do. It was a momentous occasion to kind of start off the show on the heels of that song and just kind of led off with the right attitude and I feel for where it. we wanted to be bringing comedy to people's backyards. So that was that was a lot of fun. Now, I'm questioning here, if that, that was the moment that changed for you, tell me what was happening just before then for you. So what was happening in your life? And when you're walking out on stage, are you, what are you thinking, okay, this is either going to take me to an all new place or I'm going back to blank. What was that blank? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize I've been around in the music industry for almost a decade. So there was a time where I was um, signed to a record label, but then after that I decided to take a break from the industry and I was working as a barista in Brooklyn and um, yeah. So, and then COVID happened, it was just kind of difficult. Um, But, but I felt like, okay, if it's, if this doesn't go well, I'm, I'm okay. I go back to my life, but I really felt like I needed to give my dream justice, the dreams that I had as a little girl of being a singer. Um, just like, you know, Whitney Houston and Celine Dion, I just, I looked up to them so much and, and they're so brave to put themselves out there. And so I felt like I need to go for this. I need to, I need to put myself out there. Now, because also the scene at the time was was comfortable for me. Yeah, and I liked that my voice was out there, but I didn't really have to be in the public eye. But there was something about the pandemic that put everything into perspective for me. When you did the original um, American Idol, or, or I'm sorry, Britain Idol, you did the song, and it was just incredible. But then when you did the American version of AGT, you added the uh, the drums and the violins, and I mean you added more production and it just took it even to a newer level. I mean, how do you, how do you get uh, from point one where you're already like, that's just a great song and then make it even better. Yeah. Well, Simon called me to do America's Got Talent Fantasy League. And I said, yeah, let's do it. And what, like, what do you think I should sing? And he said, I think you should sing never enough. <laughs> right. And I thought, Oh my goodness. I don't know if people have had enough. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I said, okay, Simon, I will sing Never Enough again if we can make like a new upgraded version. And he said, okay, we, we'll figure that out. But I do think it's really important that you come back to the States and tell your story back home because I think some people here just haven't heard it. Um, and I think that what we did with the music team where we added the keychain, it's the highest I've ever sung the song Ooh. live. I, I was like, is this going to work out? I don't know what's going to come out, but I think it went really well. It's probably one of my most proud vocal performances I've ever had in my life. So we really upped the ante for AGT for sure. So what's the background on Lauren? Where did you come from? Uh, what's a little more about the, the growing up part? Yeah, I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I grew up there. I, my family moved to Salt Lake City, Utah when I was in high school, and then I've been in New York for about 15 years. But my parents are both classical musicians, so music was always around in the house, but it wasn't until I heard my first Mariah Carey CD that I thought, oh, this, nice. this is what I want to do. <laughs> so I would just lock myself in my room and sing to her and Tony Braxton and Celine Dion just for hours and hours and hours. And then, uh, yeah, I just, I, I had big dreams of being a singer, but it was like a totally different genre than what my parents were doing, which was kind of funny for them. <laughs> 
And then I ended up going to music school at Berkeley College of Music, and that really helped me sign myself as an artist. And I started writing songs, and one of my favorite things to do is, is to write songs in the studio. And yeah, it's, but I mean, I, it's a long story. <laughs> no, but I, I kind of, I mean, I have to ask because, you know, obviously Simon, the minute you started singing, is just like you know, about to break into tears. You're a beautiful young lady. You've got an incredible voice. Why were you behind the scenes? Why weren't you singing right from the beginning on stage in front of everybody? Yeah, I, well, at, when I was at Berkeley College of Music, I started uploading YouTube videos. And this was around the time where that was kind of a new thing. And it caught the attention of someone on Neo's team. And I ended up working with them and actually signing to a major record label when I was really young. And that experience, I think I wasn't quite ready for that. And then I went on The Voice when I was, you know, in my 21. Oh, and it was just a, it was just a little bit too much for me at the time, so I ended up walking away from the music industry purposely, and just kind of trying to get back back to myself. You know, I I started working as a waitress and a barista in Brooklyn, and I really felt like I was able to find myself over that time. And and during that phase of my life, that's when I got into demo singing, which is what brought me to the songwriters of The Greatest Showman and kind of how that opportunity happened i wasn't hired to sing never enough in the movie i was just right. hired as a demo singer and it eventually evolved into them using my voice so wow. it's almost like that movie kind of pushed me back into the spotlight and it, I, it's almost like the universe was, was looking out for me and just being like you know what you, you do belong out there and it, you're you know your voice at least well, so it, it was really special time has it hit you yet that somebody somewhere, a kid that's grown up in the last couple of years, kind of hitting their stride and realizing they want to be in music, they'll be locking themselves in their room to sing to Lauren Allred? I mean, it's so surreal to think about because I think it's been so long since there's kind of been a, a big song. And, and that's what singers need. They need these big songs like I Will Always Love You. And yeah. so never enough is that big song. And I'm so lucky to be a part of that. And to think that people use never enough for their auditions over the uh, all around the world. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy to think about. I mean, I, I, I still can't believe it. Let me ask you two, two follow-up questions, and then I know you got to go. One, Bauer's wondering if you're single. And two, when you go to karaoke bars, do you shame people by singing this song? Oh my gosh. Well, first question. I, I really don't post a lot about my personal life, but I will confirm I'm engaged, actually. Congratulations. <laughs> I've never oh, congratulations. Ever- we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's all right. You were thinking anything. It's another crushed dream, but that's okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, and at karaoke, actually, I, I have made the mistake of just like singing a song. Uh, that I would have sung in like a talent show or something. It's just not satisfying for people. Mm. They're just like, uh, why are you singing? Why are you singing okay. well? So, so I, I realized the strategy is it's either got to be funny or nostalgic. Okay. So and let me I ask you this. Let me ask you this. What Bon Jovi song is the only Bon Jovi song you will sing at karaoke? Oh my gosh. Well, Living on a Prayer. Yes. 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 It's the one. That's yes. it. Yes. You got to have, you got to have good range, but when you hit it, that impresses like nobody's business. Yeah. 
Yeah. Perfect. Look, yeah. We're already there. Yeah. Lauren, we have had a blast talking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. You are a joy to speak with, and it's great to hear how the path has gone for you to find this amazing success. The best of luck with you going forward, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you so much. Hope to speak with you soon. Yeah, let's how that uh, relationship goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> our thanks to Lauren Allred joining us. Jake's got to go take a cold shower. We'll be back with our number two of the Jake and Bauer Show next. I'm surrounded by idiots. Jake and Bauer.